who's the man? <laughs> you know what I mean? Strong, healthy, black man. Huh? Dun, dun, da-da. Dun, dun, da-da. <laughs> What's up, y'all? Part two. Be back at it again. So, today's podcast, we're going to be talking about toxicity. That's a big word for y'all to Google. Big word. It's definitely a big word for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, just stay tuned and we'll be right back. What's up, y'all? We back. Before we begin this episode, we want to know, even though we can't see y'all response, but, you know, come back, go to our DMs, and DM us um, to answer this question. What does it mean to be toxic? Mm. What is toxic to you? Let us know. DM, DM us and let us know. Yeah, let me know, because I want to know if other people's definitions are the same as mine. But we're also going to express both of our opinions because I do think that we have different opinions on what toxic is. Definitely. So if you guys agree or disagree, hit us up at our DM. You also can comment on this podcast what, on whatever you're viewing it under Spotify. I forgot what else the other ones was called. But if, you com- if you're on Spotify, definitely comment because we look at that. So, yeah. yeah. But, okay. So, Vivi, I think you should go first. Because okay. I know I'm going to talk a lot. Okay. So, to sum it all up, in my opinion, being toxic is something... Like, the word toxic... When you hear the word toxic, you think of poison. You think of something bad. And I took that as if a person is being poisonous and bad towards you. you can, if, y- if y'all know what I'm saying, hang on in there because you're going to get it. Just hang on in there to the end. But when a person is toxic towards you, that means they're poisonous and bad. So you need to stay away from it. But you're going back. That's toxic. And like being like and being crazy is different than being toxic. I don't want to sound stupid, y'all. But in my book, crazy and toxic are two completely different things. Being crazy is like, yeah, I'm gonna go vandalize this man's house, this man's car, this this girl. House, you know, I'm thinking that's being crazy, like, cause you know that's being crazy, and then being toxic is like what I just said: somebody being poisonous and bad to you, and you don't need to be around them, but you keep accepting it. If that makes sense, that's just summing up how my opinion of it. But maybe you come on, how you feel about it? Okay, so. It's a ghost in the house with us, y'all. So. <laughs> I think I turned her on. Let me look. It's a ghost in the house. The ghost be when she got something to say, she start tripping. So, um, but basically, um, what I when we were talking about before we even did the podcast, so because we had a discussion beforehand, I said I feel like they are the same. Like you know, BB feels like crazy is vandalizing such and such and doing such and such. But if somebody is destroying your stuff, that's toxic. I don't care if they get the shit fixed. It's toxic. Them getting it fixed and you accepting that. I mean, if they break your shit and they get it fixed, accept it. But also, I mean that if somebody breaks your stuff and they pay for it to get it fixed and they get not only you, but 
they get the car fixed. That's just that's toxic. They they get they get a two for one. So they feel like, oh well, if I fuck some shit up again, all I gotta do is is fix it, you know. And whether fixing it be, oh, I'm on my hands and knees crying, or oh, I'm gonna buy you a car, I'm gonna take you out to eat, or you know, whatever your pleasure is, and that person knows that they're gonna use that against you. That's right. toxic. Right. And it may be crazy, like, oh, you know, like y'all arguing on the phone or like he like pulling up to your house whenever you don't answer the phone. He popping up, you know, on some fuck shit. That's crazy, yes. But it's also toxic. Because why are you popping up to my address on some fuck shit? Why aren't you like, you know, you know, maybe I'm asleep. Maybe I'm with my friends. Maybe you should just wait till I'm available. Maybe I should take my own advice because <laughs> literally that's like, I know I'm toxic and I'm crazy. I'm aware of that and I'm, I'm proud of it. I shouldn't be, but I am. I'm proud of it because it's like, I have to own up to my wrongs and I'll tell somebody flat out like, yeah, I'm crazy. I be tripping like, cause I don't want you to be surprised. Like if I was to lie about what I be doing and you expect me to be this sweetheart, you know, You'll be disappointed to find that I'm really a psychopath. So I tell people ahead of time, this is what you're going to get. But I'm like, toxic and crazy, I feel like, are pretty much the same thing. You know, regardless of anything, I feel like toxicity is not taught. I feel like it's learned. I feel like, you know, people... Like, me personally, I feel like I started off as, like, a sweet person. Like, I didn't, if a dude wasn't texting me back, I wasn't really, like, caring. I may be a little sad, but I wasn't, like, flipping and acting crazy and saying crazy stuff. But going through an amount of craziness, toxicness, going through that over the course of time, your brain begins to be stuck on a certain way of things. And because, you know, you can also, one thing about toxicness is, like, when it's good, it's great. That's why I feel like people be so stuck in their toxicness because it be so amazing. The feeling is so good. When it's good, it's great. And when it's bad, it's horrible. It's ugly. And people be so stuck in those great moments that them ugly moments, you know, how do people say the, the good outweigh the bad? Well, when that bad start to outweigh that good, you be so stuck on that good and so stuck on remembering that the good used to outweigh the bad. You you hope that that good is going to get back good again. So you think, oh, I got to go through all this bad shit because it's going to get back good. We just going through a moment. Mm-hmm. And the shit don't ever change. You got anything to say, baby? When you explain it like that and, you know, you broke it down like that, I see what you were saying. And it does go hand in hand. It's basically the same thing. Because it's like, you know that the shit that you're doing, I mean, the stuff that you're doing <laughs> ain't good for you. Like, the, sh- the stuff is poison. You know what I'm saying? But you continue to go with it. Yeah. So that's toxic. And not only that, if you go into this man's house and you're breaking this man's windows, being quote-unquote crazy. Yeah. And you know you may get in trouble. You may go to jail too about it. But you're going to be right back with this nigga tomorrow. That's toxic. Because that's cool. And that's not only toxic for him. Not It's toxic for you. Yeah. Because you're put... At, at, at that moment, when you start to go fuck people shit up, 
and you busting windows out the car. He got too much of you. He, he done got you. too much of your brain, and you are not self-aware anymore. You so you so wrapped up in this man, and that alone is is self-toxicness. That's that's self-toxicity, because why do you wanna? Break somebody's window and put yourself in jeopardy because you can go to jail and you can think, oh, it's going to be 30 days. They can, three years. Three years of your life, you in jail. And let's not hope you got a child. Let's not think you just got the job you wanted. You doing good. You, you just got college. a house. You just got a car, a house. You doing great for yourself. But you so stuck on this man. You can't go forward. You too busy busy looking back for him. See what he doing. And just when you was up at your greatest, you don't let this man bring you all the way down. Like, I feel like if a man can control your mood, that's toxic. Definitely. If he can control the way you feel, that's toxic. And whether it be you or him, it's toxic. Whether it be both of y'all. Because two toxic people just make a horrible situation. Definitely. Like, most definitely. I agree. So, now that we've talked about what toxic is, what are ways that you think we possibly could solve being toxic? Like, what some, like, instead of, like, okay, so say, let's take me for example. My boo don't text me back. I text him and be like, I don't ever want to talk to you again. Leave me alone. Lose my number. I'm blocking you on everything. And don't ever come looking for me. And then an hour later, here I am sending a jail for somebody blowing a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, but it's not healthy. Crazy as fuck. Like, it's, it's because he doesn't text back. And not in a timely manner. Because I've learned that if I just sit and wait, he do text back. I do that too. So I can't, I can't really. <laughs> and when the more you th- talk about it, the more I realize, damn, you may be a little toxic. <laughs> you may be just a little bit though. You may <laughs> just a little bit. Because I do it's, the same thing. I can't even lie. My problem with men is I put men on, if I like you, I like you and I put you on such a high pedestal because I put myself on a high pedestal. So of course my man gotta be on a high pedestal too. And it's when you're not meeting those standards that I've set, which is another problem because I expect so much from somebody when in reality I shouldn't expect anything. I should just wait and see. It's like, I know I should probably just be more considerate that the fact that that's not even my man yet. He don't owe me no reply. I would like for him to reply because we're so supposed to like each other. And I associate somebody not texting me back with maybe he don't like me. And it's like, I, f- <laughs> I feel like maybe I should just I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all. <laughs> I was trying not to laugh, but in the middle of her talking, I had a, a compromising inch. 
That's why I feel like my my city just drug on a long time. It's because I'm just like, what is she doing? Like, and I'm trying to keep it together. I'm y'all, just like, oh, the a have the middle of y'all back ever just got the itching. And y'all, I'm short. I am five. I'm five one. These little arms ain't getting across this wide back. And I was over here screaming. I am over here struggling. I'm sorry, BB. Go ahead. Yeah, what I was doing. Long story short, I gotta stop being toxic. I I got to. I got to. What about you? What are your toxic ways that you said you were starting to notice? I'm starting to notice, you know, the little crazy things like, um, my boo can be. He got a lot to do in a day, and I know this. And one of his activities that he that he do requires a lot of his energy, and um, it's just very it's very tiring one of his activities. And I know that by the time he gets home and get his, gets his daughter in, I know that he'll be tired. And I can even talk to him, and I can hear it in his voice that he's sleepy. But then, like if we hang up and I text him and he don't respond back for hours. I get mad and be like, okay, you know what? Fuck you. I meant forget you. You single, yada, yada, yada. And then he'll text back and be like, oh, I was asleep. And I knew that. The whole entire time, I knew that. And so then I get mad and say, I don't care. And I, like, stop texting him. And then, like, hours later, I'm be like, see, you don't love me. Because if you love me, you wouldn't let me. <laughs> you wouldn't go to love without talking to me. So I, I miss a lot. And not only with my boo but with my friends and with myself actually you know I feel like one of the steps that we can we can work on in order not to be so toxic is basically learning to love ourselves expect the same things that we expect from everybody else from myself you know and um you know just being true to yourself it all starts with you you know that's I mean that's pretty much how I feel like we can work it out. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree because I feel like if you loving yourself, you ain't really worried about nobody else. You ain't got time to be worrying about this if this dude texting you and what he doing because you too busy getting your nails done. Yeah. Or you too busy, you know, whatever you may do, reading your chakra book, reading whatever you may do. Yeah. You doing it to satisfy you for your entertainment. Yep. And I got to stop. I feel like I'm going to stop expecting stuff from him. Like, I'm going to just see what happens. Like, yep. just see how things play out. Mama, the first step I'm going to take. <laughs> right, y'all. So, we're going to set goals. And then we're going to end it out. I, the, first, the, first, the first step I'm going to take. Ooh-wee. My first step is patience. I can be so patient at work, but I can't be patient with him. I should give him the same. It's like these are strangers, and I'm patient with them. Why well, I can't be patient with somebody who I want to one day like be married to? Like patience. And another thing my best friend say is, you know, if you want a man to be your man, you gotta let a man be a man. Period. Shout out to shout out to Brooke for that one. Cause one thing is, 
A man gonna under men are dumb. They are stupid as hell. Yeah, I but know. one thing about them is they notice a lot. They may not say nothing, but they notice everything. Yeah. If a man cares about you, he'll begin to notice things about you and he'll begin to understand you from the way you act. Right. So if he sees that you constantly want to talk to him, you know, even when he do you wrong or, and like, I'm, I know some people is like, if a man do me wrong, I'm not accepting it. And it's like, think about it. First off, I'm going to define doing you wrong. I'm going to define doing you wrong. Let's say like, like in my situation, he don't, he don't be texting me back. Mm-hmm. I trip sometimes. But I, I don't disrespect him. He don't disrespect me. Yeah. It's and then so if it, no, I'm not talking about cheating. I'm not talking about hitting you. I'm talking about like a disagreement. Like y'all get into Little it. Little petty stuff. Yeah, y'all get into it and y'all not understanding each other. But at the end of it all, y'all work through it and y'all able to work past it and move forward. Even though in that moment. He seemed like, you know what, I'm just done. Even if y'all take a break and, you know, y'all decide to talk again and just be friends. Men see that. Mm-hmm. And they recognize that. If a man likes you, want, like, listen. You what, don't know. What, what the, what's, what's the saying? Well, he say, if you love something, let it go. If it come back, that's how you know. Yep. That's it. That's what my granny used to say. That's, I swear, if I live by that. If you, if we talking, we we supposed to be talking. Right. If we stop, we not supposed to talk right then. Right. If we keep coming back to each other, and, and I'm not saying a toxic situation, I mean a situation where we just keep our energy just keep colliding, we just keep right. coming back. Right. Maybe we meant to talk, and it's like you have to. Another thing that me and my best friend discuss because we talk about relationships a lot because we both like older guys. So we try to talk to each other about it. It's just like, cause we're younger. So it's like the way we think is different. And also what we try to remember is like the way some men were raised and some people in general were raised is way different than others. Somebody could be raised a certain way to where they think this is how you, sh- like a love language. Like this is how you show affection or this is how you show affection or this is how I show that I'm upset, you know, or this is how I express my feelings. Sometimes men don't express their feelings, but they do if you think about it. Men express themselves differently because that's how they were raised. Like, I feel like some guys don't technically like to argue. So if they're not confrontational or they don't like to be mad at each other, they're going to not talk because they don't want to make anything bad. If a guy constantly wants to argue, that means maybe... He, he likes that toxic stuff. And that's how you know that a man is toxic. If he constantly want to go head in head with you. Like, it's not no, no okay, let's stop this. Like, come on. Like, I want to. I understand. Like, you can argue with somebody. But if it, if, if they're like, okay, I want to I wanna fix this. That means that at least there's hope for this person to not be toxic eventually. I do believe people can't grow out of being toxic. I believe people can. Now, if you crazy, you crazy. That's something you just can't get rid of. I'm crazy. I can't get rid of that. But being toxic can be grown out of. Because if you're crazy, you can handle that. 
toxic and crazy i believe toxic is the energy surrounded by being crazy i believe toxic is that energy that's from being crazy so if you can grow out of not wanting to have that toxic energy you can control that craziness so i believe that the steps we should make is like i said patience understanding that everybody is different communication so those are that's like three steps because we gotta start small all right three steps patience communication and understanding be patient with him or her or whoever you talking to love whatever the case may be be patient with them people don't change overnight but i do believe that if people begin to see you change it'll make the situation change if a man is seeing that you're going from being a toxic woman so now you're giving off positive energy and you're trying to do better if he's encouraged that can encourage him to do better and be better so be patient with yourself and that person because you're not going to just be not toxic overnight you can wake up tomorrow and have the same toxic energy you had today and be like dang i said i was finna change it's not gonna happen overnight but you got to catch yourself in situations and the first step is the perfect step the first time you like the first step you make that's the first step to changing everything so patience is first once you are patient then you are able to understand you can understand that okay i've been patient with this person i see that they communicate better when i talk or they communicate better when i just give them space they communicate better when you know i confront them in a situation right then and there you can understand how that person is and you can begin to know how you can solve the situation faster. So after being patient with them, they'll begin to show you another side of them. They'll open up more. You can begin to understand them. Once you begin to understand them, then you can communicate. You cuz I know I know how to commu- to how to approach you when I'm upset. Now that I know how to say, "Okay, now that I know, like, okay, if I'm upset and I come to him calmly and I say, hey, or I go to her calmly, or if, if it, it could be your friend, your family, anybody. Like, now I know how to say, hey, you know, like, I don't like how when I'm expressing myself, you cut me off. I don't like that. I don't like how when I'm trying to tell you how I feel, you make me feel like I shouldn't feel that way. You know, there, and then I, even if you're upset, like, that's another thing about being patient because if you're being patient with yourself you can begin to understand that okay after I let myself cool down more if I take a time to myself I can communicate better once I'm not upset anymore because another thing is when you're upset you don't know how to communicate because you're reacting off feeling off emotion not thoughts so do better with communicating how you feel and hopefully they'll communicate better. And if they're not, then they're toxic and you need to let them go. So patience, understanding, and communicate. Three steps we're gonna follow. We're gonna try this, see how it's going, and see if we can begin to change. Because I do believe that if it's a real man, he ain't gonna want you to be acting crazy. He might, but. But guys, that's it. You have anything to say, BB? No, ma'am. I done took my notes. I'm done for the night. Okay. Did y'all get y'all pen and papers? Yeah, make sure y'all bring them. 
next week because we may need them. Because she done gave us three steps. Now, this is homework. Okay. Homework, y'all. When I come back next week, y'all better, y'all, y'all better, y'all better than done it. Because I'm coming. I'm coming for you. Right. And tomorrow is Wednesday, which is Serial Killer Wednesday. Okay, guys? Serial Killer Wednesday. Yep. That means we're talking about a serial killer. Tomorrow, I think I want to talk about Jeffrey Dahmer. So, do y'all gone, gone, because happy I don't even know what that is. Go on, get on Google and search his name up. Spell it for him, BB. Uh, it's, don't don't spell it for him, BB. <laughs> Where your phone at? Google Jeffrey Dahmer. Hold on, we got we got you. We got y'all. Do Siri, Siri. <laughs> Siri, Siri. Hey, don't say that to that man. I hear you. Who? Man, I might hear you. Oh, Siri. Just hold a button down, man. Spell Jeffrey. Just, just say Jeffrey. Don't. It's a spell. <laughs> oh my God, y'all. Be patient with us. We sorry. We told y'all we give y'all crackhead energy, and oh, I got a lot of it. Hold on, Jeffrey. Oh, Jeffrey Star. Put a D. Put D A H. Dahmer. Yeah. Okay. Jeffrey J E F F R E Y Dahmer. D A H M E R. Oh, cannibal. Cannibal. Let me tell y'all a little bit about Jeffrey Dahmer to make y'all intrigued about tomorrow. So, Jeffrey Dahmer is a serial killer who mostly killed men. He was um, homosexual. And whenever he liked the person, <clears throat> he would do come, kind of some weird things with their body. Boom, that's it. That You already got the interest right there because now you got mine. We're going to have to watch that in a minute. <laughs> so that's why I cut off so we can go ahead and watch uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Dahmer. <laughs> it don't matter. That's what we about to do. So y'all do it too. Have a good night, y'all. All right. Stay tuned. Bye.